1: Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos, and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight.
2: 858 858 Sorry to say it, mate. It's probably all over for all sport at the moment, uh, especially after today with the announcement of four new cases in Auckland. I can't see anything shorter than a three- to four-week lockdown post this because those uh, four cases have been out in the public... Uh that Delta variant, we know that it's easily transmissible. So yeah, it's uh there's no hope. So basically we're just gonna be on here, on air talking sport, chewing the fat and uh look it is unfortunate because we love sport and uh as Kiwis we need sport in our lives, but what an opportunity is to stay at home, spend time with our loved ones and uh go mad with our kids because reality is they are an absolute shambles, especially in my house. But a guy that's not a shambles, uh, a guy that knows a lot about rugby, and a guy that went to Lindisfarne College, he's an absolute champion. The All Blacks had no mercy when they dropped the Wallabies on said day to keep the Blitterslow filled with a cold Steinlager for another year. They now shift their focus to a trip to Australia. (laughs) Well, we'll soon see if that's going to happen. That could span months on end. Tane Randall is a former AB skipper and one of our great loose forwards and an absolute champion from Lindisfarne College. Morning, Tane. How are you, brother?
1: Thank you. Very good. How are you? Lockdown? I'm
2: good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, what, what are you up to these days, mate?
1: I'm sitting on the side of the road at the moment. Uh, talking <laughs> to <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: You've pulled over. You pulled over to give us some time, mate. So what, what are you what are you up to in the Hawks these there? I've actually been at Tucky Team of seafoods. You wandering around those getting some free Kai,
1: are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was <laughs> from right over my but we've got a, a freeze drying business in um, in Hastings. So, essential workers as we are. Uh, heading yeah. into, you know, another day another day the you know, another day of toil. That's very
2: good, though. Nice, nice and um do you still keep your eyes on on the on the All Blacks? Uh, obviously, a pretty solid performance. I want to talk to you about that performance on the weekend, especially in the loose forward area. Um, we're pretty impressed with how Akira Papali and Savia went on the weekend. Is that now number one uh, loose forward trio?
1: Uh, well, I feel mean, in terms of performance, a tough first half, right? Competitive first half, but I was mm. just astounded by the second half, weather and all the rest of it. Fifty um, odd points against the Wallabies is um, is, is is fantastic. Um, really, I say astounded by the way for the Wallabies it fell apart, but also well done for the for, for you know, they capitalised um, on on the game. There's, there's been a little bit of criticism about this or so that could have been better. Nah, yeah, fifty points against the Wallabies yeah. in context of everything is fantastic. Fantas- yeah, fantastic. Tim turn, turn to the loose four. Yeah. Hey Beth.
0: Sorry, mate, you carry on. Jeez, that's no see we're a bit rough. we like, we don't really know our, our interviewing skills and that. So you got you gotta bear with us. You carry on, mate.
1: <coughs> yeah. Now, in terms of it I, I think the all for the last couple of years have they've, they've sort of struck... that there's fantastic players. But I don't think the um I don't think they've got the combinations right. Um yeah, Throughout the country, our Satuta, the Joe Blackhead, and they, they, they say they've got some really, really good players. But um, being a loose forward myself, it, it is the most important position on the game. You know, the field of rugby, of course. <laughs> 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 um, and I've, I've always thought with that, you know, and you need it's not, it's not a case of putting your best forwards in the team's the best players, which I think they've been sort of guilty of. You know, you, you need a combination, the best forward, the best forward, uh, loose forward. Combination of the All Blacks I think have ever had was the you know, Kano Reed and um, McCaw, not just because they were fantastic players, but because yeah. the, as a combination they offered everything across what you want from your loose forward trio. You know, Kano yeah. he played like a, he, he he played like another tight forward. You know, he played at a really tight six. He was muscular, didn't do anything but He just went and knocked people around. He had Kieran Reed who mm. was actually he was explosive, big tackler. He was dynamic with the ball, and he was a really good player in the air. You need one of your loose forwards to be aerially, you know, someone who can catch the balls and line it, can test takeoffs. Mm. And he had a great player, but his skills of his foraging, his tackling, they all complemented mm. each other. Um, you know, I only say been, I, I think a stunning player, but he's not a number eight. And I think when yeah. you, you know, I think the, the all backs are guilty of putting one of our best players. Into it. it's not just that it's unfair on him, it's actually unfair on the other players because they you end up compensating. You know, he's he's a, fa- he's a really he's a fantastic number seven eighty over there. the fact that mm. he was um you know, in, 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 in all back teams in the past, you know, going all Andrew Murder, Carlos Spencer, uh front and bottom, Grant Fox, your know, Sean Fitzpatrick, whoever warned it, the all back coaches in those days just made a really tough decision. you got two world class players in a certain position, just play them in that position. Someone's got to miss out, hard lunge. And I think, really, if they lose forwards, that's what the coaches have got to do. And I think we've seen a number of times, playing, I've played in the All Black teams, where they have tried to put the best players on the team rather than the best team as a combination. Mm. And there's been a number of of times when that just hasn't worked.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. We're joined by Tane Randall, former All Black captain. Yeah, so okay, all right, that sounds good. We're we're all about combinations and cohesion on, on this show as well. And we're going to talk about leadership in a minute, but so who would your, based on what you've just said, then who would your loose forward trio be?
1: Kane, um, I'd put Xavier at seven, easily. Yep. Um, yep. I I like Hoskins to two. He they gave me go earlier, but as I say, you had um, him playing with. Um, Frazal and, and black you know, Blackhead, playing at, six, at seven, he's a, he's a number six. I so really, I really like to see Hoskins Satu be given given a chance. I'm, what we've seen at super level, he's dynamic. He's a ball carrier. He's a tackler. Um, and mm. I, he, he had something pretty. He had something pretty special, I think, as a number eight. He's still young, and I think physically he's got a little bit to grow, but I think he's going to do that. Um, and you know, Akira Uwani on the weekend. Um, I think he added enough robustness that um, I, th- I think as a, you know, Savia, Satutu and Akira Yuani on the blind side, that adds a really nice combination to our complementary skills. That's what mm. I think would be our best loose forward tree at the moment. And that, you know, it's it maybe a bit harsh on the guys like, you know, Shannon Brazil. Probably did a really good job on the weekend. But, um, and if you, you can sub those in for any number of players, but Right
0: now, that's what I'd I'd really like to see. Beautiful. Okay, well, the good thing is Izzy's got a direct line through to Fozzie. So, Izzy, if you can make that happen, (laughs) that'd be outstanding, mate. (laughs) Hey, um, (laughs) Tame, what about um, the leadership? Well, he certainly impressed us, Sam Whitelock, on the weekend. And we had Aaron Smith on earlier in the week, who obviously was man of the match on, on Saturday. And his glowing praise for the leadership skills of Sam Whitelock and how he used the leaders around him. Do you think that is in a good space at the moment, the leadership of the All Blacks?
1: I think when you look at that, game, that that was quite telling. Um, you know, he's in, he is an elder elder statesman. I don't think at this stage of his career, nothing's going to phase him. He'd be quite secure in the sort of player he is and the, the player the skills that he doesn't have. And um, in terms of a leader, you want someone who's pretty, you know, just pretty comfortable in their own skin. He did a fantastic job. And, you know, with or without the captaincy, um, you can see the players look to him as a leader. So it's worked out pretty well for him. I, in terms of you know when they were first discussing captaincy options, Whitelock was in the mix. Um, he's got their, their circuitous route. But um, judging on how it went, and depending on how long Sam Kane is out of the picture for, I think we might see um, Sam Whitelock in that role for, for a wee one, and, and well-deserved.
2: Yeah, mate, I totally agree. He's an absolute champion, one of my greatest leaders I've ever been uh, captain by. But <clears throat> I want to talk to you about this AB side as as a whole, as a team. Going forward, have they got a chance to perform on the big stage against the South Africans, against the the Welsh, the Irish, over in, over in Europe, the French? You know, could we go over there and perform with this current team and how they are playing at this
1: moment? Um, what, what I think is really... Um you know, what, I, what I really look forward to the, the games against South Africa, the All Blacks playing against South I love the games against European teams, And a lot of it is um, just the contrasting style. You know, I, there's been a lot of criticism recently about the Springboks versus the, um, the, the Lions' Test Series. And mm. I, to anyone who's expecting running rugby between the, uh, the Lions' team coached by Warren Gatland and the Springboks, I mean, you obviously never watched rugby for the last a 1,000 years. It was always just going to be a massive tussle. No, I love the way it was just a tussle. In the, same, you know, in the same way I'm saying that Sam Whitelock comfortable in his skin as an all-black captain now, I mean, the Springboks are comfortable in their skin playing just ten man, nine-man rugby. You know, they, they, they At the World Cup, when they won, they had, the, they had a thing called the Bomb Squad, which is their massive reserves that came on. And the second, and there was no, no subtlety about it. There was just they were just going out there to beat teams up. And over the last hundred and something years of the Springboks have played, that is when they've been at their best. When they've tried to copy the All Blacks or play an expensive game, they've always failed. And that's what I think is one of the great things about rugby and you know, globally. A lot of teams have their different style. If we all play the same style, you know, in, in New Zealand, we're biased. But yeah, we play some fantastic rugby, score some fantastic tries. But I think the beauty of rugby is that there's no one style which rules. Everyone's got mm. styles which suit their national psyches and personalities. And that's what makes it. It's, uh, that's what makes the game so great. If everyone played the same style, it'd be, I think it'd be pretty monotonous. And we wouldn't be having arguments about who's got the best style. It's also a great thing. Um, in terms of the All Blacks going to Europe, Europe's European rugby's on a bit of a, a roll at the moment, um, as they tend tend to tend to be. You know, they've had a wee bit of success against um, the Southern Hemisphere teams. I'm mm. um, I, 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 really looking forward, and we can, you know, we can, we can use we can use as, as I say in terms of sporting um, appetites, a bit of diversity. You know, watching our teams play new challenges against these Northern teams. I, you know, they'll be, I'd imagine, actually I can't imagine how they be because lockdown, a trip over, they might not be so good. But certainly as spectators, it'd be fantastic to watch.
2: Um, Talk about this uh, All Blacks identity. You touched on it there. Do you think that they are still figuring out who they are as a team? Or do you think they've kind of got an idea of, of who they are as a team? Can you elaborate a bit more on that from what you've
1: seen. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's taken. You know, with um, there's a bit of controversy over Ian Foster's team being um, appointed after the World Cup. Um, you know, growing from an assistant coach to to head coach and you know managing mm. the whole whole setup so it is a massive job. Um, and they've, they've been really under the microscope. You know, I oh, raise this or Warren Gatland that or Jamie Joseph that. Um, they've needed time. As, as any new yep. organisation does. Um, and you know, we, we're sad, we've lost some you key, know, not just all-black greats, but you know, the, you know, absolute world greats of rugby. You don't, you know, you don't move on quickly. You know, guys like Kieran Reed finishing that sort of stuff, leaves a big hole. So they're just mm-hmm. going through. Um, and we're in a stage now, you know, so, so some of the best players, like well, the White Locks, the Aaron Smiths, are coming towards the end of their careers. And we're in a yep. transition stage now. Actually, when you know, when are the next All Black greats? You only have two, three, four of them in a team at any one time maximum. You know where are the, where are our next ones coming from? How how are they developing? And I think we're in that stage now. Hey, we're still playing you know playing winning rugby. Last year was a wee bit mixed, but our guys we, you know will be will be better for last year, better for this. The last few games that we've had. And as I say, we get, we get a, a true measure when we play the Springboks, and um, our guys go on tour at the end of the year. And one of the things about touring, it's not it's not just the rugby, which is a challenge. It's all the mm-hmm. other stuff. It's all the other stuff, you know, as in That the, all the you're, you're away from home. You're sort of in a surroundings which can be a bit monotonous at times. And the mental challenge of being able to, I guess, really focus when you sort of might be beginning to homesick. Or that, that's when it really. Yeah, that, that's when the, re- the experience
2: and that's when the ability really comes through. Mate, unbelievable insights there. You know, you're, you're a guy that's done it all and just talking about the big losses that the All Blacks have faced over the last uh, couple of years with um, Darren Carter's Kevin Mialam, those guys with that tonne of experience that have left. But before we go, mate, I just want to touch on a pretty sad moment and I want you to bring some insights. I know you've played Totai Kefu uh, many many times over the years. What's your biggest memories... Uh, of him that you remember from playing the Wallabies and a little message for him and his support for his family?
1: Yeah. I actually played with, with Toto. We, it was quite, um first played against him in the New Zealand, we played Australian Colts. And it was interesting, and that was all pre-professional rugby. And um, we actually played, we had a little mini tournament was New Zealand, Australia, South Africa and Argentina. We had an under-21 tournament in Argentina. And um, normally, uh, know, I'm, like most people, you end up not, you know, hate your opposition, they're just a bunch of... Uh, but on that trip, we were basically, the, <laughs> us and the Aussies, lugged all over the place in the same hotels, and we got became quite good mates with him. And he was just a really good guy. Uh, made it really hard to play against him because you knew he was a good guy, but you really wanted to hate him. <laughs> I, I just utterly, utterly um, you know I couldn't believe it still can't believe it I'm glad to see that he seems to be on the improve but, but probably my favourite um, my favourite memory of Tortoise actually he was central to the Wallabies team that won um, the World Cup in 99 yeah. they had a, they had a really good team really skilled but he, he added something different he had Tong Tongan Jeans he was someone who was dynamic who was explosive and physically, he's super aggressive. And um, yeah, they, they had some great players. They had um, you know, John Eels in the team, for example. But someone I thought, when we we thought about how the, you know, good the Wallabies were, someone central to their side who was I reckon probably more critical than anyone else in terms of the style they're playing was Todd O'Keefe, he proved that the most when they won the World Cup in '99.
0: Oh, that great memories. Thank you, mate. We really appreciate you joining us as well, mate. We know you're busy with the freeze-drying business. What are you actually, so freeze-drying, what are you drawing? What are you freeze-drying?
1: Oh, we got kids' food. We've got little waffies, all those peas you put in your you know, continental soups. You want some of those? Does he come around and grab some?
2: <laughs> He's got fingers in all the, all pies, mate.
0: Tane has got fingers in many pies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get no,
1: and oh, Enjoy your time, mate. Lovely stuff
0: good man yeah. thanks very much for joining us that was Tane randall all, former all black captain outstanding loose forward and now earning a crust drawing some some fruit and all other things in the hawks bay and another one of the all black captains who has joined us and we're very lucky with that so some interesting insights we might pick up on some of those a little bit later as well Izzy, he because just a couple of fascinating points i wouldn't mind picking your brain on too but for now We're going to go and shoot off for a little break. This is Baz Nizzy for Breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's
2: Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.